Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I'm looking at you through this webcam and I see a beautiful Christmas tree mm-hmm. right behind you. Yeah. I, it's so festive, it's well lit, everything looks good. Uh-huh. I saw a little something on, I don't know, it's either your Facebook or Holly's <laughs> no, about I'll, the adventure of your Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell me about what happened with the Christmas tree. Um, They were running errands and they came back and said, hey, we're going to go get a tree. Uh, we, When we say we, we mean you're coming with us. Oh, okay. So I had to get my fat ass off the couch and uh, just go where they said we're going. And... um. It honestly didn't take very long um, to find one that was kind of the right size and everything we were looking for. So, yep, shoved in the back of the expedition and uh, came home and propped that bitch up. And you had to haul it up a few flights of stairs? Yeah. You know, when we originally, we were only supposed to be in this apartment for about six months. And then we're going to go for something a little bit more of what we wanted to be in for a while. And And then Rona. Well, we moved right when Rona shut us down. So we, we, I figured I was going to have two weeks off. Perfect. I can pack up and move. And then the two weeks became two months. But yeah, yeah October came around. We were going to have to move again. And I'm like, yeah, only wait another six months. So now I, I have to make a confession. Uh-oh. I've never had in my entire life a natural Christmas tree. Really? Never. Okay. Um, is that just because you can't get them in the desert of San Antonio? No, I mean they're around. Um, okay. It just they just seem like a massive pain in the ass. It, very much so. And okay. we had a, a, a fake one early on. The first couple of years, we had natural trees for a while, and and um, get the wrong one, and 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 you get it too early. By the time it's Christmas, it's Charlie Brown's tree. It's yeah. there hardly any metal on your floor, and you got to yeah. deal with all that. So. This one is is a different kind. It's not really a noble fur, but it's uh, I can't remember what they called it, but very prickly. So you know you're going to want to wear gloves. Which well, I was going to say. So you had to haul that thing upstairs. Are you just like covered in sap at this point? Like as as you're done with this? No, well my just my hands. Honestly, we were able to. Bianca had the the tip. I had the the trunk, and then. I <laughs> I, I realized the error of my ways right as it left my lips. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you got to water the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. How hard, is rem- it to, how hard is it, gotta to, water it, it to stand up straight? Well, we got the, this pretty wide base um, for it like that really wasn't that hard. Tree. Pretty much. And and it had five five screws that had to get it from all different angles. That uh... <laughs> oh god, this is the best. Um, now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I will. natural trees don't come pre-lit, do they? No, no, they. Yeah, uh... You gotta, you gotta do the lighting thing. Uh huh. So we had, and we, we have so much of our shit in storage. We're like, I don't know where the lights are. So we went to the store and bought a whole bunch something. of lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so it looks great. I mean, it really does. It's right behind you. I mean, it's like freaking Christmas card. This should be your, like the photo <laughs> on the back of your Christmas card is you podcasting in front of right. this tree. Cause it, I mean, it, it looks like it's out of, out of a catalog. We, um, we bought a new Christmas tree, um, several months ago and it's been in storage. Um, we bought a, a Christmas tree from a company called Balsam Hill. Have you heard of them? I have not. I had never heard of them until about five months ago. When we were looking around, because uh, we had it like an eleven foot tree that was pretty nice, and Fig's rookie year, the first year we got Fig, so like he was a you okay. know a puppy. I don't know why I called him a rookie. <laughs> That's weird. I, 
I thought they were going somewhere with that. <laughs> his rookie year. Uh, it's a weird He's a blue chipper. Yeah. A lot of promise. First round draft pick. Um, he chewed through the, he chewed through a oh. strand of the lights. And so we like Jerry rigged it together with like electrical tape. And we did that for like two years, three years. And mm. at some point last year, I was like, why are we doing this? Let's just get a new tree next year. And so we threw away the old one and we're like, all right, when Costco comes out with their new trees, that's what we're going to get. Okay. We always look at the ones at Costco and they look great. So the we're in Costco in like September and they put their trees out and the big one, they have like a nine foot tall one and a 12 foot tall one. Well, our roof is 12 feet tall. And it was like, you know, then you put the stand on and it's like 12 foot, four inches. And so yeah. it's like the top four inches are going to be, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to too tight. So yeah. then we went and star on there. Cause then now it's a right. Yeah. Routine. So we went, we went researching to find, and, and we stumbled on this company called Balsam Hill, which is apparently makes the best artificial Christmas trees. And so we did a bunch of research and we figured out now I see them everywhere. Like they're in Nordstrom now. Oh, okay. um, I see TV commercials for them left and right. And so we got this amazing tree um, and it, it was expensive. Um, and we put that thing up this weekend and I swear to God, it's worth every freaking penny. Oh, like okay. It's, it's sure. so full and thick. Uh, and the lights uh, are so bright on it, and there's so many of them, and they are so, um, they're just the brightest lights I've ever seen. And right. uh, it's just a great tree. And so um, I, I, I can't tell you we'll, we'll ever go, we'll ever go natural. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with our balsam hill tree. Yeah, we we just decided we didn't want to have to, you know, buy a brand because when we moved, we threw away the tree because it we had it for so many years that we're like, you know, fuck, that's it's gone. Well, we didn't want to have to buy a new one and then store it. So we're like, that's the yeah. good excuse to get a real one. And Bianca had never had one before. So they're like Christmas. I mean, they're like cars now, like Christmas trees now are they have Bluetooth and they've got fucking hands-free technology. <laughs> really? And they've got, I mean, it's, yeah, like everything can, everything's remote. Everything's can be done, um, you know, by an app and all that shit. Like it's, wow. um, it's the, the, if you have a Christmas tree that's more than five or six years old, like mm -hmm. you probably would be stunned by like the quality of the LED that's in the new light in the new trees. Oh, okay, all the stuff they can do. You know, like I, I mean, I remember, God, I remember the first artificial Christmas tree that like I remember as a kid and thinking back on like that was basically just like an aluminum pole with like pipe thread <laughs> or pipe cleaner, a green yeah. pipe cleaner on it. It just looks so bad. I remember There's that. no lights or anything on it. You know, just, yeah. it just and to see what we have today, I mean, it's literally like looking at the 86 champagne gold Dodge spirit that we had when I was a kid versus like my Tesla model X today. Yeah. Like it's like, how are these even the same thing? Huh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's that season. Our tree, uh, our tree went up, this weekend, which I think is the appropriate time to put up a tree. Yeah. Um, we put lights on our house a couple weeks before. We put lights on our house on election night. Um, oh, and wow. that's just because I paid somebody to do it. And that was like oh, the day that they had free schedule. Yeah. Um, so, but I do feel like it was a trend this year for Christmas decorations to go up early, almost for everybody. It was like everyone's just fucked this year. Yeah. I'm putting my Christmas decorations up in like, <laughs> like, uh, like October 31st. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like as we pack up the Halloween candy, like we're rolling out the Christmas stuff. Um, so I don't know. I, I uh, snap us. Uh, we need to come up with like a, a working interference Christmas ornament or something like that for next year mm. for people to put on their okay. tree. On it. <laughs> You're on it. All right. Good. <laughs> um, I have jury duty tomorrow. Didn't oh, get shit. out of it. Still have it. Yeah. It's so I, I have to show up tomorrow oh, no. morning. U.S. District Court. Um, wow. So I looked up. It's like I told Andrea over the weekend. I'm like, man, I'm I'm just putting on comfy clothes. Like I'm putting on joggers and a half zip, you know, like Lululemon. And so I go to look at the website and it has like where to park and all that stuff. And it says it, it, this is and I quote attire for jury duty. Business attire is appropriate dress for jury duty. Okay. Preferred dress for male jurors is a coat and tie and slacks or dress slacks and a dress shirt. No shorts or t-shirts. A collar shirt is acceptable for men and female jurors must wear dresses or slacks, skirts, and a blouse. Jeans are not considered appropriate attire for jury duty. Well, business. What, what if your business is pimping hoes? Here's the thing. Was it, is that, here's the deal. Is that what I kept saying? <laughs> that Biden said, here's the deal. You're fucking lucky that I'm showing up, you exactly. fucking sanctimonious federal court 
having during a fucking pandemic uh-huh. pieces of shit. Don't fucking tell me what to wear. <laughs> I will show up how I fucking please. So I, I have some attorneys that are uh, uh, close friends of mine. And so I texted okay. one of them. I was like, Hey, I've got us federal district court jury duty tomorrow. Uh-huh. If I show up in like joggers and a half sip, is that going to be a problem? And he responded immediately. He was like, yes. Oh, he's like, if it's like fair County. <laughs> yeah. If he's like, if it's County court, like show up in, in whatever, like a okay. bathing suit and a, a, a wife beater. Or he's like, U S federal court. Like, from Borat. Yeah. He's like, they will hold you in fucking contempt. Oh God. What, what are we doing wow. to our fucking society? Wow. What no, is I- this? Hmm, wow, that's I, I I totally thought it was you know lucky to have me, so I'll show up how yeah, however I'll show up I want. Like, Damn well, please, you're gonna be sitting in a fucking room all day doing nothing. Yeah. And the other thing is like, if they don't call you, they can tell you to come back the next day. Um, no, I'm sorry, they cannot. I've cleared one day. That's plenty. You're gonna get me the one day. Yeah. Now, so I I looked up the fine for not showing up is a thousand dollars. Okay. I cool. Yeah, fine, pay it. Well, if you, uh, if you, so the court session would have been t- tomorrow as well. So you're going to get selected and, and, or don't they? Theoretically, they, so they, 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 they have the first session at the beginning of the month, but they can call you anytime after if they need you. So if they, if like, huh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to clear it tomorrow. If they say they need me another day or more days, I'm just not showing up. I'll write them a check for a thousand bucks and be done with it. Right. Like take, take my money. The, that is less expensive to me than being out of the office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at that day. point, it's and way honestly, out the if I would have read this, if I would have read that it's just a thousand dollar fine, I would have just fucking written him a check for a thousand dollars and just said, here, keep it. Now we're or is it one of those compounding things where they say, okay, and you still have to come some other day. So you're just out the thousand and you're still, and obligated. still have to do another day. I, yeah. I, let me see if, it, if I can find it. Um, Let's see if it says. Um, jurors who failed to report for jury duty and have not been excused by the court may be served a show cause order by a deputy United States marshal. Those jurors will be ordered to appear before the court to show cause why they should not be held in contempt. Um, uh, penalties range from a thousand dollar fine, imprisoned not more than three days ordered to perform community service or any combination thereof. Uh, uh, that's That doesn't sound good. No. I don't... Oh, wow. I just like... What, do you want me to pay taxes or do you want me to show up for jury duty? Like, which is more valuable to the government? The more valuable thing to the government is me working and paying fucking taxes. Like, why do you want your earners... Yeah. To be, you know, it's like a, a a dollar waiting on a dime, you know, like I, there's enough fucking people that work at a computer or don't do anything like real in there, you know, that work at a fucking spreadsheet all day that makes 60 grand a year that can come do jury duty. Like, let them ju- do jury duty. Like, why do you want people who are earners out there like wasting time and not making money that therefore goes into the tax system and pays for all of these fucking courthouses and mm. judges and bailiffs and court clerks and all that bullshit. Wow. Did you, did you even try to, to just defer it? Yeah. And I oh, deferred okay. it. I guess I deferred it last year, like last October, cause I had a speaking oh. gig and I said like, Oh, December will be good. Cause uh, there's rarely speaking gigs in December. And so this came around. <laughs> So uh, I tried to defer it again. They said not so fast, hot shot. Yeah, uh, oh, but I just God. don't get like, I, you know, if you own a business, if you're out producing, like it should just that should just be automatic exemption. Like there's people yeah. out there that can. There's retired fucking people that can do this. Yeah, I see retired thought, patients all day. They're sitting around in their fucking ass doing nothing. That's why they stay stick around the, the office so long. They have nothing else to do. They're thank, thankful yeah, to actually talk like to somebody. Fifteen. That's why you're like fifteen denture adjustments. You know, where you yeah. don't even adjust anything. Like oh, that feels so much better. Yeah. The, those are the fucking people that can do jury duty. Now, is there any way you could have done like on a Friday? No, it's it's yeah. like they don't they don't play that game. Yeah. So, Damn. um, 
Yeah, we'll see tomorrow how it goes. I'm I'm actually nervous about like getting selected for something, getting told I got to come back. Like I, at some point, yeah. I'm just gonna have to have a frank discussion with them. Like, listen, I run a business, yeah. and that business doesn't produce when I am not there. Like, I cannot be out of the office. Like, yeah. what do you want from me? It's the end of the year. People, are, it's busy. Like, I got COVID crush anyway going on. Like, yeah. you know what's the yeah. deal? I just don't get it. I that just sucks. get it. Hopefully, it's fun. Hopefully, you you, you learn a lot, and it's hopefully fun- it's fun. It's like. That like fucking a month ago when I got my prostate examined digitally right. by yeah. my physician. Hopefully it's fun. I can tell you, Lance, it's not fun. It's okay. not going to be fun. This is going to okay. be like probably worse than the fucking prostate exam. I'd rather if it was like have my doctor stick his fingers up my ass for four seconds versus having to go do this. I would rather. Really, only four seconds. God, mine was like a half hour. You bought me dinner. <laughs> At least you got dinner out of it <laughs> <laughs> to get a red lobster. <laughs> Anything for Sizzler. <laughs> this is an advice show. <laughs> Lately. We answer your questions. We might do a little advice today. Oh, uh, yeah? We answer questions. Okay. We find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any questions, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best thing to wear to jury duty? Because we all know that a butthole surfer's t-shirt and flip-flops are the best thing ever to wear for jury duty. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Can you imagine Gordon being on a fucking jury? Like, here's the most famous dentist in the world, and you're paying him $6 a day per (laughs) diem to listen to these two people argue about a fucking car wreck. Like, come on. Like, seriously. Gordon's better... Like that, you don't need it's that's that's putting that's like uh, casting George Clooney in a movie and using him like in the background. Like what? what that's not right. where you use him. You're, you're misutilizing the asset. Um, why are you doing that? Highest paid extra ever. Question one is from me, Lance. Sometimes we do this. Um, I got a crappy Yelp review last night. Uh, oh, I it, saw that. Yeah, it really got to me. It looked it like it. Yeah. Diff- a difficult patient who's really unpleasant, like one of those just unpleasant people. Yeah. Um, and she pulled the, uh, it didn't hurt till you touched it card. You know, yeah. I, I fucking hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, quote unquote, there was only a, it was the tooth was only discolored. Um, and, uh, that it got sensitive afterwards. And now she says it only hurts when she catches it just the right way when she was chewing, but she blames me for it. Um, my chart note says that I spent 12 to 15 minutes reviewing photos and her digital scan with her. Wow. If the fact that it made it to your chart notes is significant. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's saying that I pressured her into doing this filling and that there was nothing there was just stain. And it was like, um, we spent 15 minutes going over this photo because there was obvious recurrent decay under this old filling. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Um, and that like, this is a problem like this, you know, and she, and, and so it's obvious that like I'm a shit communicator if this is what she remembers from right, me, right? Right. That like uh-huh. I'm just wasting all this time going over this with people. It's like, why am I even fucking wasting my time? Um and and so she still thinks that she didn't actually need treatment. And it just this just now, really is, got to me. Is this your first negative Yelp review? No, God no. Oh, okay. No, but this like <laughs> I mean, they happen and and some of them it's like, all right, you know, some of them I'll take on the chin, but this one, this one got to me. Yeah. Um and mm-hmm. it's like I called her today and we argued a little bit. Um, and I gave her a refund for like what she paid for the filling like three years ago. It was like $92 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like just asking for more and more and more. And um, it just got kind of intense. And I just like, this is something I talk about, right? Like I go to dental yeah. meetings and study clubs and I talk yeah. about this shit. And it was like my first rule and I go over it and I tell the story is wait 24 to 48 hours. Like, why didn't I listen to my own fucking advice, Lance. Like, why? Yeah, that's. We're, I think we're all guilty of that. Where we know the we know the rules. We know the what you're supposed to do and say. And then when the shit hits the fan and you're, you're in the heat of that moment, that's really really hard to um, to follow your own advice. I mean, you know better, and, and in hindsight, you you can see where you could have done differently. But yeah, that the heat of the moment is a very powerful thing. So uh, it's understandable. I'm I. Guilty as charged as well. I just, you know, it's like I have the protocol that's in the lecture. Like first, wait 24 to 48 hours. Uh-huh. Pull down, gather facts, then reach out to the patient and talk to him. And I didn't, 
I didn't, I skipped the 24 to 40 hours. I didn't cool down. Um, and, and it was just one of those things where as I was looking through her chart, we have like a, a an entry that's like patient notes. So it's like, if we call a patient or whatever, like it all just gets logged there. Okay. Um, and so it just like, look at just perusing through those patient notes. It was like, um, patient yelled at us about XXX, you know, yeah. dot, 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 whatever. Uh-huh. Um, patient got upset and raised her voice at blank about blank. Um, patient was 18 minutes late to hygiene appointment. Patient showed up at like 4.51 for a 4 p.m. appointment and demanded to be seen. Wow. It's like all this shit that's just like, it's obvious that this is just a, a shitty patient, right? And so right. Like, I should have just said, I should have smiled and and thought to myself, thank God, I don't have to deal with this person anymore. Right. But that's not, my brain wouldn't let me do it because I knew that I was right, you know? Yeah. And it's uh-huh. just, it's so hard. And then And then the other thing that really got to me was, the fact that I was basically handcuffed. So yeah. her Yelp account uses a pseudonym, uses a fake name. Okay. Um, and that just for some reason that really got to me is like, here she is hiding behind a fake name and she's going on and saying a bunch of shitty things about me um, that are clinical in nature. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when something, when they're making clinic claims that are clinical in nature, like we have no, we can't say anything, right? Like yeah. we have to totally avoid that part of it. So like, I can't talk about like the, the the uh, stain under you know the discoloration under the old filling wasn't just discoloration it was a, it was cav- it was decay you know I can't say it yeah. um you know and I can't talk about the the four times that I adjusted her bite and and talked her through it every time and all of that stuff like I can't say any of that stuff and she kept talking like she said a couple times in the review that we have this uh, room that we take people back to to pressure them into stuff. And it's like, no, that's the consult room. Yeah, so we can communicate better. Where we can where we can speak without everyone else in the office hearing. Yeah, we can shut the door and get what you private. need. Yeah. It's not about like closing the door to turn the screws on you. Like I go out of my way. And this was the other thing. I like I even told you this. I was like, I go out of my way to make sure that no one ever feels pressured into anything. Like I try to tell you like what my thoughts are and what 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 your options are. And I let you make the decision that's best for you. And that's fine with me. Yeah. It's like if you don't want to do this filling, that's fine with me. Like I don't care, but it's my it's just my responsibility to tell you what I see and what I would recommend, right? Uh-huh. But I don't like we don't pressure anybody into anything. And it's like, how did you perceive any of that as pressure? Yeah. It that, that's the part that really gets to me is when they speak a half truth or or full absolute false lie where and, and the, the fact you can't say anything because you, no that's that's the real frustrating thing something yeah. totally full of lies I, I used to when before the social media was what it was we used to when we were using smile reminder and they would send surveys out I liked them because many times we, you know, we fucked up. It was a great way to get feedback and, and improve on things and bring it to the staff for a st- the morning huddle or something and, and, and learn from it. Well, as soon as those types of things became more public, totally the opposite. Now I don't want feedback because it's yeah quite often it's, it's twisted. Uh, it's not really what happened. It's not how it went down. But if you say it in that way, it's not entirely inaccurate. It just isn't the whole story. It's the only thing I can compare this to is like imagine that viagra caused you to grow a third eye <laughs> go with me okay okay <laughs> here's this great thing right that enables you to do this great thing that you really want to do right and uh-huh. but there's this like gross side effect of it that you don't want to deal with right uh-huh. but it's like <sighs> which, you know, like, is it worth, is it worth it? Right. Is it worth growing a third eye or a fucking horn or whatever, or, I'm or getting a horn, tail <laughs> in order to, to be able to take your blue pill and, and get to bone down. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Yelp and Google reviews are, are sort of like that in that that's how I've built my practice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's uh-huh. how my practice has grown. Like I get a bunch of patients I would never get. I don't have to, you know, I'm not paying Google AdWords or anything like that. You know, it's it's just organic from that, right? And like, right. that's a great thing. That's super cool. But also, it's like this this fucking you know third eye or 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 horn on on our head or vestigial tail. Like, there the side effect of it is this, right? Is that 
um, somebody can say some shitty stuff and we can't say anything about it. And it's like, part of me wants to burn the fucking thing down and, yeah. and, you know, and start, um, lobbying the government to remove doctors and dentists and healthcare providers from online review sites because, uh-huh. you know, it's not, it's, it's unfair for us. Um, but then part of me is then the other parts like, well, but fuck, if I, if I don't have this, like, how do I keep growing my practice? How do, if I don't have this blue pill, how do I keep boning down? Right. Yeah. God, that's a fuck weird metaphor. <laughs> but it's been overall, it's been a great thing for my practice. Uh-huh. And for me personally, and and in you know, the lecture circuit and all of that. But there's this other part of it that just sucks. Yeah. And, and I just wish what I really wish is that like if someone mentions something about their clinical experience uh-huh. on an online review site. The fucking HIPAA glove should be off. You know what I mean? Yeah. HIPAA should not apply at that point, and you should be able to respond to that claim. Um, I agree. Because I would love to, you know, and I would love to fucking post the picture to show like what that tooth looked like exactly. before we started and what it looks like now, and 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 the the disease in picture one and the not disease in picture two, and like let let everybody make their assumption from that. Do you think she'll, unfortunately, she'll come back in six months? You gonna see her again? Oh, I told I told her I I oh. will not see her again. Okay. I was like, if I'm if I'm giving you money back, you will not ever step foot into this office again. Um, I here's the names of yeah. three dentists that I despise. Did you have? <laughs> Please go see one of them. Did you have her sign a hold harmless form? Um, not not as of yet. Um, okay. but I will. Um, okay. I I will as as this escalates. Um, yeah. she's just a miserable fucking person. Yeah. So I, I um, about twenty years ago, we had a consultant, and they were coaching us, talking about you know headaches and stuff. We we once a month just picked patients that just drove us crazy and that we hated, and I'd send them certified letters saying, "Just go fuck yourself." <laughs> I just please tell me it actually said that. I wish it did. No, yeah. I a lawyer reviewed it, so it's all legal and all this criteria you're supposed to have dated right. and it's 30 days emergency only and you're on your own all that kind of stuff those are fine I, those i yeah those are but see here's the thing is like if i did that i would immediately be worried about what's going to get fucking said on google right. or yelp once once social media once yelp came out i stopped doing that it was it was too dangerous yeah that's it's it's walking that it's like that guy that walks that high wire between the world trade centers you know uh, like, the great one does yeah the french guys or whatever um yeah, it, it's tough. I, so I was at some point today, it was like, it was just getting to me. And I just sat in one of the chairs in my office and just like buried my head in my hands for like yeah. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And one of my team members walked by and, and took a picture of me, um, like sort of mid. Yeah. Um, I, I would say meditation, but it wasn't really meditation. It was just like trying um, not to open the window and jump out of it. Um, or throw them and into the they, they, they showed me the picture and I was like, can you send it to me? And then I, that's, that's what I post on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, and I, like, I am so ridiculously touched by the response, um, and the number of people that have gone to now leave me these great reviews and it's fucking Yelp. So I'm sure they'll, they'll filter all of them out. Yeah. And, and the only one that'll be there is the, the bad one. Um, but it's just touching, man. Like the, 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 outpouring of positive positivity um was just really spectacular like gina said some really great things um and people that that i had talked to about this like at different study clubs or dental meetings that like came back to tell me like remember what you said you know here are the yeah. here's the things like you, you know bury it in positives you know don't don't overreact don't let it get you down you know shake it off like all the shit you know that i've talked about and so that was cool to have like that um but again, it was just kind of one of those vulnerable moments where I had, felt like I had to get this thing off my chest of being able to say, this isn't fair. It's not fair for us. It's super stressful right. that we always have this sort of Damocles on our head and we can't really respond to these. And it sucks. Yeah. And that's why every dentist you know is stressed the fuck out all the time, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I super appreciate everybody who chimed in on that. And I super appreciate um, my peeps. I was going to say my tribe, but that felt a little... Um, <laughs> Jamaica-ish uh, for me. <laughs> no so jerk pick in here, man. No. So, uh, no, nah, just seriously, like, um, it was kind of a weird roller coaster of, of an emotional day. And um, I just appreciate everybody who who said really nice things. And a lot of people did. And it, it, it made my day. So, all of you out there, thank you so much. Um, Lance, what should I do next time? Wait 24 hours. Listen to my own fucking advice. Maybe, huh? yeah. <laughs> Look at the man in the mirror. And tell him what's what. Uh, that right. 
one of my mentors is Brian is a guy named Brian Schroeder. He's a restorative dentist here in San Antonio. He's a really, uh-huh. really talented guy. And uh-huh. he has this program called Confessions of a Former Single Tooth Dentist. Okay. And it's a great program. It's so good. It's just about how he was, you know, used to be just a problem focused, like single tooth dentist. And as time went on, he got more and more miserable with that. And so started looking at like more comprehensive dentistry. And that really resulted in a greater satisfaction for him and yada, yada, yada. And so his closing was always, you know, talking about how like change starts with you. Right. And so uh-huh. it's like, it's easy to say, well, I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. I can't do it because of this. So like, but uh-huh. if you really want to make a change, it starts with you. He had this really cool slide that was like him looking in the mirror and that, that song by Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror kind of uh-huh. slowly comes up and he kind of does his closing, you know, a little bit. And it was just really powerful and moving. And when you said, the man in the mirror. Uh-huh. Um, it made me think of that. And then of course it made me think of Michael Jackson and children, um, which probably <laughs> is not where my brain should go, but, uh, nah, just think of bubbles, the monkey, the monkey <laughs> <laughs> better than thinking of him and Macaulay Culkin. Weird dude. Yeah. Oh God. Question two. Anonymous Facebook user asks, I need advice of the serious kind. I discovered today that my front insurance coordinator has decided to venture forth into the land of OnlyFans.com. We are Facebook friends and she posted on her Facebook asking people to follow and support her on there. I guess she forgot that we are Facebook friends because that shit popped on my feed. While I would never want to restrict someone's freedom of expression and can certainly appreciate the hustle, it leaves me a bit uneasy. She's a great worker with a great attitude. At the moment, I'm not sure exactly how to handle this or if it is even within my right to say something. Please help. Well, is she hot? (laughs) Um, I did not get a chance to ask any follow-ups. Okay. Um, Lance, do you know how much it costs to mind your own fucking business? (laughs) You know, I love the the best things in life are free. Costs nothing. That's how much it costs to mind your own fucking business. My my first thought here is it's after hours. She's not doing it while at work. So go fuck yourself. At the end of this, at the moment, I'm not sure how to handle this or if it is even within my right to say something. So let's let's handle the last part of that. Is it within his right to say something? Oh, you have the right to say anything you want, but I don't think you do. No, you can, but there's consequences. Well, okay. All right. I guess that's true. That's absolutely true. You can go into a a busy, you can go into a movie theater and yell fire, Uh but you will face the the legal ramifications of that. And there will absolutely be legal ramifications. Exactly. That has been shown to be true. Um, How to handle this? Fucking don't bring it up. Maybe that's how how to handle it. That would be a great one. This is after hours. Uh, No one's breaking any laws. I don't. I don't care what you it's do after hours, business. as long as it's, it doesn't affect my business during office hours. You do right. whatever. You and want. as long as you're not breaking the law, who yeah. gives a shit? Mm-hmm. It. You can't control what your employees do in the in the privacy of their own home. No. Do you know how fucking stoked I would be if one of my employees had yeah. an OnlyFans? No kidding. Like I. I. I not. I. Not I'd necessarily that I want to see any of them, but yeah. like he's right on this. I admire the hustle. Fuck yeah, get yeah. it, get it. You know, while you can, it's like the NFL. Those guys have a career an average of four years. So you get as much as you can when you can, because she's not going to be able to do this forever. When she's 76, I don't think she's going to have any subscribers. I am. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe a lot (laughs) of subscribers. You never know. know. Like there's weird, people are into weird stuff, man. They they are. Um, Why is this even a question? That's the part I don't understand. What about this? Made you think like, well, I have to ask the internet about this other than like, like maybe you could post something as like a joke on funny shit, right? Like that you could write this in a way that was funny. Well, and they they knew I need advice of the serious kind. This is not a joke. Like this person really wants to know, can they fire this person? They did it anonymously. They knew it was a a touchy subject. If they really were kind of just put it out there for fun or whatever, they wouldn't have done it anonymously. I, I mean, this would be like saying, um, like Lance, listen, um, I found out that one of my dental assistants has a, uh, an Adam Sandler fan webpage. Like, I, I don't know what I should do about this. Like, I, like, we can't have this walking around the office. Like, what? What? What about this? Can't you have walking around the office? It doesn't. It, it has no effect on your practice whatsoever. Unless, unless during office hours, they're trying to get subscribers. 
then yeah, yeah no like problem. don't talk to patients about this. Like, yeah. all right, cool. Like if that if that was the tone of this question, it's like, hey, my insurance coordinator has an has an OnlyFans and she keeps like passing out cards yeah. to like families as they walk through the practice about or, it. Or like, hey, I'll give you five percent off if you become an OnlyFans subscriber. I'm reminded of something <laughs> that will probably doesn't happen anymore, but if you've ever been to Vegas, you know, like the guys that are standing on the corner and they got the cards. <laughs> yeah. And they just like they slap yeah. them together and they try to hand you the cards like with with smut on them. Uh-huh. Um, if she was doing that at the front door of your practice as patients walked in, yeah, they, then we have something mm-hmm. we can talk about. Um, now but it's just your business. Be, right. Just because she has an OnlyFans that she does after hours. Uh-huh. Um, it's this wildest thing to think that this is something that needs that you need the internet's help. You need mm-hmm. you need farty Chris Hoffpower's help in in dissecting this this conundrum that you have this is like oh, I, I don't my, know the, the, my oh. hygienist drives a blue car i don't think i can stand for this like i like i what does it matter who gives a shit but i mean it kind of goes in hand people were bringing up recently uh, in on facebook some of the dumbest fucking questions get asked on facebook and the dental groups that you're like Number one, how did you get into dental school? Number two, who ties your shoes in the morning? Uh, I, it drives me crazy some of the stuff that gets posted, and, and unless it's ironically. This can't. I mean, there. I would. I would picture a little bit more snark in here if this was like an ironic. Again, like if yeah. this was a funny shit post. Uh-huh. There would be snark in this. There uh-huh. would be much more than just like. Can I do anything about this? This right. was a serious question mm-hmm. that somebody's like really torn about. Like, can I talk to them about this? No, you absolutely fucking cannot. Mm-hmm. And you should be ashamed of yourself for even thinking that you could. It is their first amendment, right? Exactly. To do what they please in their off time, as long as it is within the boundaries of the law, which that right. 100% is. Yep. If you say something to her or discipline or fire her, you will face consequences from whatever state employment association or Big state time. employment uh, organization uh, your state your state runs. In our case, the Texas Workforce Commission. The Texas Workforce Commission would come down on you like a fucking spider monkey chip. And, and uh, honestly, it would be well within their right to do so. Mm-hmm. And I would actually hope that your former employee at that point goes on to tell everyone that they know in their community how insensitive and controlling and manipulative you are that you felt that someone's part-time job that they did on the side in the mm-hmm. comfort of their own home and in their own privacy mm-hmm. was your business in this scenario. It is not your business. It's the same way I feel when fucking people feel like they can legislate a woman's uterus, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of the bedroom. It is not your business. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Now, can I get that link? <laughs> I mean, now that we're onto it. Like, might as well. The point. I think the point of OnlyFans. Uh, we've talked about this, and uh-huh. I think in in a private discussion is that like it ha- It's it's only appealing if it's someone you know, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, there's better places to get that kind of stuff for free mm-hmm. where you don't have to pay for it. Like, yeah, I suppose. Anywhere on the internet. I, really. I think, yeah. <laughs> and so the only reason you pay for it is because it's someone you know, right? Isn't that the whole point? I guess. I, I, don't, I don't follow anybody. So I, I guess that's. Was it was it Tom? It was Tom, right? Oh Tom yeah, well, that it was the the ass eater, eater that had his that had that OnlyFans. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I just I it, it just this baffles me that this was even even a question. Mind your own fucking business. Yeah, mind your own business. You know, it, none, none your business. Uh, what this is the thing that stands out to me the most. She is a great worker with a great attitude. Give her a fucking hug every yeah. time she walks in. Like the fact that you found an employee that's a great worker with a great attitude, uh-huh. you should be thanking your lucky stars. Yeah. That you found this person that she works for you or he, I guess. Yeah. Does it say she? Uh, uh, she. Yeah, it says she. Um, 
you should thank your lucky stars that you have this person in your practice, not be thinking of how you can or if you should discipline them mm -hmm. because of what they do in their private time away from the office in the privacy of their own bedroom is none of your business. Um, God, just yeah, some people, man. Some people. Reddit user Coffee Bean Ice Cream asks, what kind of salt should I gargle with after tooth extraction? I forgot to clarify with my dentist. Epsom salt, table salt, does it matter if it has iodine or not? Thank you. Road salt. Road salt? Is that, that's a Seattle. We don't have any of that here. Yeah. Um, what do you think about like that, that really nice like Himalayan sea salt? You want the like black the cypress. Oh, that's, yeah, that shit uh, from like Greece or uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds really good. What about, um, what is it like Florida Sal? Florida Sal. That's like a, like a French preparation, right? It's, yeah. Fleur, uh, Fleur means flour and Sal yeah. is salt. It comes so it's gonna from, it's going to be fine. Very fine. Yeah. So this uh, Florida Sal comes from, um, the delicate crust on the surface of seawater as it evaporates. Uh huh. So that's like, that's like some William Sonoma shit. So how's this? That would be good. I, I drove through, through into south of France, uh, because Holly wanted some salt and, and she was going to meet me in Nice the next day or a day later. And I, I made my way to bring back a whole shit ton of salt so she could cook with French salt. Actually, uh, in, as we were trying to take it in our carry-on luggage to go, get through the airport, they took it aside and, and asked us to open our bags and they see these bags of white powder and they're like, so uh, what's this? <laughs> what's all this? And then we flip it over and it says Fleur de Sal. And I said, okay, well, look, my wife, and I don't even get past saying that. And the guy looked at me and goes, oh, dude, I'm married. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Your wife's having you mule coke yeah, from yeah. one country to another. Usually they swallow these in, in, in dime bags, but you know. <laughs> so where's the condom? Yeah, where's the or, or little balloon? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder... Wouldn't it be great? So I'm looking at this on William Sonoma's website. They have mm -hmm. a fleur de sel that's that's hand harvested from sea salt mm -hmm. from the Ile de Ré. Ile de Ré. Uh, is that southern France? Is that the south of France? Actually, Ile de Ré is going to be over by La Rochelle. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the Atlantic that coast. Ile de Ré. Okay. <laughs> Atlantic coast. It's uh, about okay. half, halfway up north of Biarritz, south of Brest. It is. Um, I'm trying to see how big this thing is. It doesn't say. Um, it's not very big. I mean, it's like, um, I mean, it looks like a prescription bottle. It's, uh, it's four ounces, four ounces of salt for $34. seems like it's pretty expensive salt, right? Well, they mark it up because what we were buying oh, it was like a dollar and we go buy, go home for this exact same thing. It was 20 bucks. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great though, if like that was the deal, if like that particular salt was like really like worth it. And we had to pay the fucking dental tax on, on Ile de Ray, you know, fucking uh, Fleur de Sal, like mm -hmm. to irrigate extraction sockets or whatever. Like that's the most dental thing ever. And Patterson, William Sonova would charge $28 for it. Patterson would charge fucking $150 for it. Yeah. Like that just seems like one of those things that would absolutely happen. Um, mm -hmm. and, and would be, um, you know, just like par for the course, like Teflon tape for $34 a roll, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. But should I get at Home Depot for a dollar ninety five? Um I don't know what Epsom I've I've had Epsom salt before when I was I have you ever done a um what's that thing called? A sits bath? Where it, no, it's like a, a, a tank that has like it's like you get in it and there's no light or anything in it and you just float there. Oh, a sensory deprivation chamber. Sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, yeah. I did that one time and um, that's how they do it is there's, they put a, a, there's like, I don't know, six inches of water in the bottom of it and they put Epsom salt on it or, or in that water. And so you mm -hmm. float on the top of that. I don't mm -hmm. know. That's the only time I've ever really had Epsom salt. Uh, but I remember um, like it, like anytime you have like a cut, it, it looks like it's magnesium sulfate is Epsom salt okay. as opposed to sodium chloride. So it's gotcha. a salt of, of magnesium and sulfate. Um, it burned like shit. Like I had like a, like a cracked cuticle or something. Uh -huh. And it just like, every, like it touched it, like 
burned. You like, didn't know like you had a mother. crack until you got in the in the tank. Yeah, exactly. You didn't even know. And then like, so they gave you like a tube of Vaseline or something like that. So like, if you had a cut, you could put it on there and it would keep it from burning. Huh. Like, what if you had like a hemorrhoid or something? <laughs> like, I just imagine like this burning really bad. Wow. Um, or if you had, you know, like a more intense wound in some place like getting in this thing and just like this isn't mm-hmm. like uh, this isn't depriving any sensation i'm like my asshole is on fire right now this sucks um and i have to lay here for the next hour contemplating. <laughs> yeah how, how bad this hurts <laughs> um so i would imagine if that hurt like my cuticle it would burn the shit out of an extraction mm. socket right yeah yeah i'm thinking stick with morton's dude yeah I love the idea, like, oh no, don't don't use iodized. If you do, if you if that salt has a fucking drop of iodine in it, you were you were dead. You were yeah. you were yeah. headed to the emergency room. Kosher rock salt, just all, all the way. <laughs> Crush it up. I mean, let's be honest. Like, crack probably is the best thing to irrigate out with. I, it's worth a scientific study. We need a control group. You and you'll be in you'll be in the 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 experimental group, right? Yeah, the volunteer, yeah. I don't know if I would for crack. Fuck. Coke is like a kind of a different story. Crack is like, ah. Is it the same thing? Nah. It's crack not, cocaine and... and no, well, I, I mean, it, it it's made from... I mean, crack is made from cocaine. Okay. Um, I've I've known a lot of people who have done cocaine once or twice. I'm like, yeah, all right, that's fine. Um, you don't hear the story of like somebody who just like, yeah, I smoked crack once. It was cool. It, it, it just it doesn't happen. Like so, I think it's just way more addictive, hmm. um, and, and I think it's mixed with a bunch more stuff. So you can take some coke and make it into a lot more crack. Like a little bit of coke turns into a lot of crack. I guess. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. Hmm. I wouldn't be be down right. for that. But all right. Well, um, I would love to see like using Epsom salts and just like what that would feel like in an extraction socket. Like yeah. if it did that, if it made my cuticle, if it made my finger burn from like a little cut on my cuticle i cannot imagine what it would do to a fresh extraction socket yeah it doesn't sound like a good time i also just love the fact that somebody has to go to the fucking internet to ask (laughs) instead of calling your damn doctor or just like fucking use regular salt like Uh uh-huh it's salt water yeah they're just making it overcomplicated right it's like you're just like i have patients that do this shit all the time they're just like you know, they're just way overkill on like every little detail. And it's just like, fucking chill out, man. Like you need a spleef. Like you need yeah. to just like huh. blow a spleef and just chill. Like that's too wound up. Like when you have to go to the internet to ask this question, you're too wound up. I think you're right. Yeah. I think I do think that like black sea salt would be great. Start there. Really good. Let's look at the Reddit history. Um, Oh, here's a good one. Another one just a few days ago in the uh, dental subreddit. Dry socket and baby teeth. I'm 22. I had two baby teeth removed. They came out so very easily as they were holding on uh, a string. Is it likely to get dry socket after these extractions? No, it is not. In fact, I think you could try your damnedest to get a dry socket, and I don't think that there was any possible way that you could. Um, how about this? The subreddit of ask men, men, what do you really want as a Christmas gift? Peace and quiet. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Not have to haul that fucking tree up three flights of stairs. eh? Uh, all I know is it's going off the balcony when we're done. Well, I mean, it's, and, and damn well, it should, um, it would be the greatest thing. I, there's nothing I love more than when it's time to get rid of the pumpkins and I get to throw them in the woods behind my house. It's so great. Uh-huh. Um, and I throw the big ones and they break and they shatter and then just chunk the little ones as far as I can chunk them. Um, that's great. I can't imagine how great it would be to just roll a Christmas tree off a patio and just watch it. Um, we had our very first and- in our very first apartment. We had we were third floor again. It's saying history repeats itself. When we were moving. Um, I didn't want to take the couch down, so we tossed it off the balcony. How did that go? Well, it hit the balcony right below us on its way down, so it made a really big sound. <laughs> Were you just planning on keeping this couch? No, no. We just want to get rid of it. And I just oh, you're get- getting rid of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Figured it's a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. 
Uh, I was a big fan of David Letterman. Did you ever see those segments? Of, let's throw throw it off a five story building. Yeah, those were always good. Those it was always you know they always started with like watermelons and stuff like uh-huh. that, and then turned into to better stuff. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for somebody to like just be accidentally walking underneath and just get killed by David Letterman. <laughs> like, would would we have a trial? Like, how would that go? Yeah. Like, what would would they have to chase him down in a Bronco? How would that how would that go when someone dies? Just accidentally walking by as he throws a fucking cantaloupe off off the yeah. ceiling of the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City. Um, I miss David Letterman. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> Lance, I think that's going to about do it for tonight. Probably should. Probably should. Uh, do you have a song ready? I do. Um, first, I before um, since I am going to jury duty tomorrow, and it is likely that I get held in contempt of court. Mm-hmm. If I am actively serving a uh, jail term next week, can you get Clint to co-host the show with you while I'm in the clink? I can do that. Great. So just have him on call, have him on standby, because I think there's like three to one odds that I get a contempt of court tomorrow, and I start screaming at them about how I'm a, pr- I'm, I'm a producer, <laughs> and then producers should be producing, and that they should have all these non-fucking producers. You know who I am. It's a dollar <laughs> dollar waiting on a dime. Um, all of that, all of that shit. Um, I'm pretty sure that's that's going down tomorrow. Um, <laughs> share this with your friends. Uh, you have any friends who um, have OnlyFans accounts? Tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. One new fan at a time. Uh, hit us with a rating. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love the number five as well. Um, Tommy Kramer wore number five. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Let's okay. look and see. Uh, Tommy Kramer from San Antonio. Um, no, he wore number nine. Have you ever played for the Seahawks? I don't think so. No. I know he's a Viking. Uh, let's let's see. Let's... Uh, Pro football reference, Tommy Kramer. No, he, he finished his career in New Orleans. So almost his whole entire career from 77 to 89 in Minnesota, then one, one year in New Orleans. So gotcha. um, no no Seattle there. No Seattle ties there. I bet they played Seattle at some point during that. Um, hit us up with that that five-star review. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Um, hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. All right. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this before. Did you know that uh, my office is right on the Green River? Oh, like um, the Green River Killer? Yeah. Gary... Oh fuck! What was that? Gary Ridgeway. Yeah, that same one. Guy, same river. Lance, where were you? <laughs> I have no alibi. <laughs> it's all these fucking people that gave Lance bad Yelp reviews. Just end up in the fucking Green yeah. River, and it's like, Suddenly, hey, it's Gary Ridgeway. Lock exactly him up again. <laughs> well, um, and we talked about this band before during our quarantine thing. Uh, the band Live. Remember the them back in ninety five, mid nineties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. With their big, um, yeah. Uh, uh, lightning crashes, right? Was the yeah. big hit. Yeah. Yeah. So on their album before that, Mental Jewelry or something like that, there's a song called Pain Lies on the Riverside. And is it about the Green River? No, no. Okay. I just thought it was thinking about my shitty day to day on the Riverside. And uh, the pain could either be mine because I'm there or the pain that I inflict because that's just the hack that I am. I, I had just assumed since they were a 1990s rock band that they were from Seattle. And so that maybe that oh. song was about the Green River. No, it turns out they're from no. York, Pennsylvania. York, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Where Densply uh, is is or was headquartered. I don't know if they're still there now that they're merged with Serona, but Densply yeah. was in York, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. That's where Live is from. I swear, if you would have like held a gun to my head, I would have said that Live was from was from Seattle just because every other fucking band yeah. from, from then. Um, so what year did that album come out? Is that actually? I, I think it was more like uh, late eighties. Actually, I don't know. I remember. Okay. I would no, like ninety two. That's yeah. It looks like the band formed in eighty four, way back. I'm assuming just kind of small town then. Um, it calls their early history eighty four to ninety two. Okay. Um, and then it was throwing copper was their first big success. They they went huge with that one and yeah. And, 
Yeah. I remember the video to I Alone um, mm-hmm. to this day. And it's just that the lead singer, I guess his name is uh, Ed Kowalczyk. Ed Kowalczyk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just him without a shirt on, just uh-huh. raging. Uh-huh. This is very like 1994. It's just, if you watch that video now, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't possibly understand it because, you know, if you weren't, if you weren't alive during grunge, it was just such a grunge. It was just grunge. Like it was just, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to describe how that band got so big and popular with like just this sort of kind of white supremacist looking dude, just raging for four minutes in a video. And this was like one of the biggest, this was like a number one hit, like really crazy, but you know, I don't know. Uh, That was, that was the music of the time. And, uh, um, they're a good band. They are, are definitely a good band. So I'm, I'm, this is a cool, this is a cool song. I'm going to enjoy listening to this because it takes me back to the nineties. Cool. For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. Stay fresh, cheese bags.